0: Welcome back to the premiere, starring Ethan and Lee. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast these past couple episodes. Uh, We got a good one up for you today. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about Blue Beetle, and as well, we're going to be talking about our favorite sports movies due to some recent news in the media. Uh, But we'll get to that later on. We want to jump into Blue Beetle
1: here. Lee, what were your thoughts on Blue Beetle? And uh, so... Uh, for those that haven't seen it, uh, first a little bit spoiler-free warning. We'll let you know when there's actually going to be any spoilers in this movie. Um, but as I've said in the past, I—I actually I don't think I've said this yet. I—I I really don't enjoy superhero movies. I am just marveled out um, after ever since the first Incredible Hulk movie came out back in. Was that like two thousand nine or something?
0: You were marveled out after the very first movie. Well,
1: just like it's just been so long, you know, like just so many superhero movies. Like I, I feel like three come out every year.
0: Oh, I, I see. You said it's too many have come out since. I thought you, you were saying that you were just yeah, done with sorry, superhero yeah. movies. Right when the yeah, Incredible dude, Hulk, Hulk came out, ah, nope, oh, nope. I'm done with it. Too many. Daredevil. sucked. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Wonder Woman eighty-seven was not good either, but
0: because that was before Incredible Hulk.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was by year 87. I, okay. All right. But anyway, uh, blue beetle did come out. Um, DC's next big blockbuster. That was gonna, I believe we were saying that was supposed to originally before streaming services only supposed to be on max, but they ended up going with the theatrical release and the box office numbers haven't been recorded yet. I don't think as of right now we're recording on Saturday, but we'll see, we'll see how it does. We'll see how it does this weekend. If, if people liked it or not, but overall I didn't enjoy it. Um, and, uh, Ethan probably has a different opinion. Ethan is not so harsh. Ethan actually likes to have fun of the movies, but I didn't really overall like it. I thought it was tacky and cheesy and too many tropes that I just am worn out of.
0: And I, I think that's the difference there. Cause I, I like the cheese. I like the tackiness, I like a great, you know, classic superhero movie. And I think that's exactly what you're getting from blue beetle. Um, What makes this one different from other superhero movies was the family aspect of this, um, because it is in a Hispanic culture, Um, and so you really, the star of the show is the family, not necessarily Blue Beetle himself, but the entire family as a whole, and I think that was kind of a cool little difference from other superhero movies. Now, this isn't one that's going to, like, blow you out of the water by any means, but it's still, like, a fun, good watch. If you like superhero movies, you should definitely see this movie.
1: Yeah, I will say if you enjoy superhero movies in general, either like Marvel or DC, I uh, I think this is uh, I think this is a good watch. It keeps you entertained, I guess, for the whole time. But yeah, there's a, I I will give it that. Like you were saying, it does it does do good at focusing on the family. And uh, there's a line in there in the movie about in the middle of it where that they kind of make that obvious, but that really was the center, and that never they never really strayed from that. And I, which I think is cool. I think like his movies with Hispanic culture in mind in general, always focus on that. Like Book of Life, Coco, obviously it's always a huge deal, which, um, you know, great for the Hispanic community. Of course, I, uh, I think a lot of people could learn from that, but it did hit on the family and, uh, overall I would say it also, uh, um, it was original enough. I will say. Obviously, you, have, you know the typical superhero stuff, but it is uh, a nice take, some on-the-nose humor, right? Uh, it is Mexican, and it is proud to be Mexican and Hispanic. That, you know, I think it does a decent job of covering, you know, not just Mexico, obviously, but you know, all of Hispanic culture. So, if if uh, it is not afraid to be Hispanic, it it is like that throughout the whole movie. But it's it's tasteful. In a way, I feel like some, some things nowadays just a little too on the nose, but I think they handle being proud of their culture, which, you know, always great to see something like that.
0: What I really liked about this movie was that it wasn't, I feel like all superhero movies nowadays are trying to like one up each other or sorry, one up each other. Like, you know, we had Infinity War and Endgame, the entire universe is at stake and then now we're getting into multiverses with pretty much every movie. has got to have another dimension in it to make it seem entertaining. But this one, I really like how they small scaled it and said, hey, this is just a story about a family. This is the villain. It's not going to destroy the entire world. Potentially it could, but that was not the focus. It was just this threat that he needed to take out. And that was it. I like how it was like small scale to him. It wasn't the entire world's at stake.
1: Uh, in a sense, yeah. I uh, and if you watch the movie, you know you'll you'll get a sense of that. But yeah, and it, it was. Uh, um, that's a good point. That's another good point. Yeah. See, that's why we have Ethan here because he makes good points, and all I do is criticize stuff. But as far as it being, you know, toned down, like you're saying, you know, the multiverse is at stake in every other movie, and you know, it, it's like, I feel like my brain can't even comprehend that anymore. It's like, okay, what do you want me to do with that? But it was it was scaled down enough, and I think. People had their uh, um, every actor had their strength in the movie. I would see everyone had a very nice, obvious role in, and you like to see that come together and and this family work as a team. As far as that, uh, like I said, spoiler-free warning: go check out the movie. So if you need, if that was all you wanted to hear, then feel free to come back to the rest of the podcast. But there are uh, uh, even though I I didn't overall it wasn't my favorite. There are a few aspects of it that I enjoyed. Was there a, I guess for you, was there any particular scene that you thought was your favorite or any anything that you thought that was the standout moment of the movie?
0: So this is like one of my favorite things, but also one of my least favorite things. The action sequences I thought were really cool. And I think that's because Blue Beetle's suit in general is just really cool. I thought it was really well done. And I mean, it's just like a robotic suit basically. So it's. I, I don't know. To me, those are always cool. Like Transformers transforming are always cool. And so seeing...
1: Transformers transforming. <laughs> yeah, trans,
0: yeah. I mean, that's what they do. They transform. <laughs> that's why they're called Transformers. Uh, and so like just seeing the suit come on and off to me is always cool. But one of my least favorite things I think about this movie was when you get the POV of um, Blue Beetle himself, the like overlay screen from his point of view. Looks like a very badly done like World of Warcraft. Dude,
1: it looks so cheap. I'm so glad you said that, dude. I was like, this guy like looks like he's playing Doom, man. Like I can't handle it.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know how they mess that up. If they try to make it look more like alien like, which they could have just in higher depth it just it just repeated it multiple times, and that's the one part where probably my biggest complaint about the movie.
1: And I hate to say it right, but like it's hard not to compare it to Iron Man, you know, the guy gets a suit and you know he's talking to the suit basically <laughs> uh and obviously you know, a bit more sentient than um than Jarvis uh, I believe I forget what the name of the the actual creature is but the scarab uh seems to have a mind of its own but i as far as the the aesthetic of the movie the suit looked good suit turned out i uh, i didn't like the user interface that he had when he was doing the, the point of view from him i also didn't like the scene where i like i like when it, the the suit first like attaches itself to him when the scarab, sorry, first attaches itself. It looked like he needed an exorcism. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> and it was like this comedic take. I was like, why are we like this? Like his voice starts changing. He sounds like a demon. I'm like, we need, you know, we need a priest in here. And it was, it was not very a little off-putting just to see the, this dramatic moment of him taking on the earth. Yeah. The scarab taking him on, choosing him as a host. And you're like, why, you know, what, why is my boy getting possessed right now? It was a little weird.
0: Well, I mean, when you have things running into every cell of your body, I can see how it could be a little well, demonic. I know, I know
1: he was getting possessed, but they like, uh, I thought it was going to, it, it tried to hard, not to say tried too hard. It, it was like putting laugh tracks over a horror movie kind of feel. And it just didn't, it didn't feel like it, it fit well with the tone.
0: Interesting. Cause that, that's the part where I like, because I feel like you see all the different families like reactions to everything like you see george lopez like scared as ever his character is like the world's out to get me hide your cameras the f like the classic the, i have my fbi guy and so he's going off on that mode the father's just trying to save his son grandma's just sewing in the background and does not care which i think is freaking hilarious
1: <laughs> dude, that dude the ground oh, man the grandma really got to me man Holy! did no you not bad. like her dude as soon as soon as he took out of the, like because when the first, when the scare first takes over his body and the grandma, like she's like sewing and she's like, Oh, whatever. Right. As soon as he busts out of the roof, I immediately, immediately knew I was like this grandma, she's going to end up like shooting a gun at something or so She's going to be like some sort of action hero. I was like, it's coming. They're setting up for it. I just thought, I don't know. I thought her character was too. I, I don't know. Like, like old people doing stuff that old people shouldn't be doing, it just never, it never really. I don't think that's funny to me. Really? I don't. Yeah. Man,
0: that was so funny. Because so basic. Sorry, everything has to be this complex joke. It's for not you. a complex. Sorry, not you the, can't laugh at the daily life.
1: It's just. Anyway, well, sorry, I probably cut you off three times. Go ahead.
0: Well, I just, I, and you're gonna hate this scene then, because apparently you hate the grandma in this movie. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but I love at the end when she they find out that she has this pass of being like this military person is the one guiding the mission and then has this huge chain revolver gun (laughs) just goes off i think that was freaking hilarious
1: watch them like because obviously they're going to make you know make a second one right watch them not even touch on that in the next movie like they give her this whole interesting or try i don't know make her interesting at the last minute kind of thing dude they're not even they're not going to touch that in the next movie
0: saying take that as you will people i laughed at it Everybody else in the theater laughed at it.
1: The guy behind us thought it was really funny. He did. Cause that he guy. had a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. That guy was laughing. Every
0: joke he laughed at, I laughed at as well, which I thought was very interesting.
1: Yeah. You guys should have hung out more. I should. I should. Maybe I should do a
0: podcast with him. He yeah, sounds like a good guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Just saying. When I see a joke coming, I usually don't find it funny. I guess. I don't know. Not always, but anyway. Who's above us? I, uh, I do. I did like the grandma at the end when they meet up in the ship and she was like, um, like everyone else is there and she's like, okay, now we can cry. I yeah, was like, that scene was very touching. That was touching actually. Cause, uh, yeah, they're all scattered around this fortress or whatever that they somehow have mapped out miraculously and take about three seconds to plan an infiltration operation. The, the movie I thought had some decent one-liners that were actually heartfelt, like the dad in the beginning when they're talking and like looking into the garden and he's like, find your purpose, son. And his dad's like, what's your purpose? And he's like, I don't know. So yeah, I thought that was, I thought that made him kind of genuine. I thought it was cool.
0: And I think that's like the purpose of this movie is that like they are a family. One thing going into it, you might want to like try to explore blue Beetle more, but you're not going to get that from this film. The film is really just to explore the Reyes family as a whole, which is an interesting take. Um, I do think if they do do another one, they should explore the main character more instead of his family as a whole.
1: Yeah. But no, that's a fair take, yeah. And like, you know, not to like, you know, beat a point to death, but yeah, it the highlight is is the family. But it is uh they didn't do very well about explaining the origin of the scarab, I felt like. Well, I mean, I walked in a little bit late, so I might have missed something.
0: Yeah, Lee came in like two yeah. minutes late to the movie. Yeah, uh, Common thing, common thing.
1: It is. I have been guilty of that. But uh, I didn't like how we got the beetle, like the because the girl, um, the girl was like, "Hey, can you hold this for me?" You said you do anything, right? And he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." You know, simping. And it was like, we first of all, it was just casually laying around in this lab that you casually just broke into, and then you casually gave it to this guy <laughs> in a hamburger box. She owns the building. Uh, her dad does.
0: Her dad is dead. Did dead?
1: No. It, her dad did own the building. Sorry.
0: Well, she's the majority owner of the company.
1: Is it not the Hillary Clinton looking character?
0: No, she no. owns a little bit less. Oh. Because remember, she wanted the entire, she thought it was going to, the entire yeah, company Yeah, she thought was she was going to go food, to her, right? It yeah. got to her part. I mean, she still stuck in to steal it Yeah. Um, there, but it wasn't like, she had to get back the initial security cards. She only had to get past one door and that was it.
1: I don't know. It just felt cheap to me. Like, the whole the whole experience of him getting the scarab was just like, I don't know.
0: Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it's a good movie, I think, at least. Now, it's not the greatest movie. If I was to rate this movie, I'd probably give it a 66 out of 100. That's
1: what I give 66 out of 100.
0: Yeah. Nothing that's like, you should go see this right now. Like, if you're not that into it, definitely wait to see it on streaming. But... If it's something you think you'd like, I recommend going see it. It was a fun watch. I would watch again.
1: Oh, one thing I do want to touch on, and I don't know how unique this knowledge is, but the um, the one thing I think I think the one thing that bumped it up from like a two out of five for me, or uh, I suppose a uh, um, a forty out of a hundred. <laughs> I uh, our our ratings are never universal, by the way, so expect those to change. But the thing that bumped it up for me was. You know, the, the whole the whole film was like back and forth in, in Spanish and English. And obviously with subtitles. But the main villain, the Manchurian, of course, as we know him. Sorry, that was not a good joke. I apologize. Like,
0: I didn't get my back. Like, really? i oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you were I just, like, as, soon, as
1: soon as like the main villain starts like suiting up, I was like, this is just Iron Man 2, dude. Like, come on. I mean, you can't change the comic origin story. It was, it was just insane. But, but you anyway. You rewrite the character. So when the, the Manchurian suits up in the Blue Beetle. Uh, he speaks Spanish as well, but there are flashbacks of him with his mom where he's speaking a, uh, not Spanish, but a native Guatemalan dialect because the main or the, I won't call him the main protagonist, the main antagonist, but, um, the henchman that does all the dirty work, uh, is, uh, appears to be an indigenous Guatemalan, Guatemala native. And I can't quite say what native language he was. There's over 20 unique ones in Guatemala but it was uh, it was a cool easter egg. They could have just, you know, been cheap and been like oh, you know, Spanish, but they took the time to, you know, I believe if I was hearing him correctly, he was speaking uh, an indigenous Guatemalan language. So that that takes it from I would say a 2 out of 5 to 2, two and a half out of 5. Call it's so, an average movie.
0: You have a 40 out of 100.
1: 50. 50 out
0: 100. Oh, you have a 50. Yeah, 50 out of 100. I don't know. That. So, yeah. Cool. So so yeah. check that as you will. If you want to go see it, check it out. If not, wait till it comes on streaming or don't see it at all. Uh, but get into the next section of our podcast here. So some recent news here. If you're familiar with the movie Blindside, came about, I want to say it came out in like 2008,
1: 2009. I think 2009, yeah. Fact check that.
0: Um, but basically some news came out about that because it is based on a true story. And Michael O'Hare, he is suing the family for finding out that he was not actually adopted. I forget what the other term is called there, but he's saying that he basically signed away his ability to take money and that the family was in charge of all of his finances from there going on. So he's claiming that he received nothing from the movie and from other deals that happened. The Tui family, they're disputing this, of course, saying that they split everything equally as a family and that, you know, that's all they could do at that time. Uh, I'm not here to make like a stance on whether... What happened or not? It's more just an interesting news that kind of changes movies view a little bit. There, um, we're gonna let the courts decide. So who was right? Who was wrong? What happened uh, there? But it just brought our attention. Like, does this change how we view the Blind Side now?
1: Yeah, it was because um, I, I feel like it was kind of a beloved movie. Like I think you know, non sports fans really enjoyed that movie. You know, Sandra Bullock's I would say probably best performance in her interacting career, if not one of, um, to go into the, uh, I guess the more precise reasons as to why, and thank you like for explaining that this is just something i off ESPN that they said, um, ESPN article says, uh, in the 14 page petition filed in Shelby County, Tennessee, probate court alleges that Sean and Lee and, uh, Tui, is that how you say it? to Tuoi. Thank you. So it's been a while. Actually since I seen the movie.
0: <laughs> no, it's like Twillow, Utah. How do you say it?
1: Hurricane. anyway. Um, Sean and Leanne Tuim, to who took O'Hare into their home as a high school student, never adopted him. Instead, less than three months after O'Hare turned 18 in 2004, the petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document, making them his conservators, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. So not a technical adoption. And now I, you know, whatever side you're on, if I were, You know, if I were him, if I were Michael Ware, and this movie was wildly successful, and if his claims were true, that he didn't make a penny off of it, then I would feel a little, a little upset. So that, uh, anyway, we felt it was important to talk about. It's a movie that we both enjoy, and it's just, it's just kind of weird to see that movie's legacy, uh, tarnished by, by that, but we'll, we'll see how it settles and we'll keep you guys updated.
0: I do want to say one thing, though, Um, and of course, The Families is the exact opposite. They said that they only received 100,000 in total and split it evenly five ways um, between the family members and Michael. Um, But I don't think it diminishes what the producers and Sandra Bullock did. Her acting in that is phenomenal, and I don't think that changes there. I think the movie as a whole is good and still phenomenal, but it just doesn't have as much of an impact anymore. To me, that's like the the main difference there, but I don't want to discredit Sandra Bullock at all for that.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, it is kind of that arguments like can you distinguish the art from like the artists, in this case, the family and the people that starred and produced and signed away the rights to their name for the movie. <laughs> um, and of course that's uh that's perhaps a topic for a whole another whole another day whole another podcast episode, but it was uh, the movie itself I think is really good. And if you haven't seen it, it is uh, perhaps even more so now worth looking into um, just so you can see for yourself, you know what, if nothing else, to appreciate a good movie. Because I I, I would I would rewatch The Blind Side again. I thought oh, that was it's been a long time, but it was a really good movie, and I hated to see it come into this kind of light.
0: Yeah, and I, I still think I'd watch it again even with it coming into this light, but um, take it what you will on that. But we did want to do a top 10 favorite sports movies of all time. Now, this is a completely, I always get this wrong. Is it subjective or subjective? Or we're just picking our favorites. I think it's subjective.
1: Subjective is where, like objective is like fact. Subjective is your opinion.
0: Gotcha. So this is completely subjective. Just our top 10 favorite. Um, we each probably have different scales of what makes it our favorite. And that's okay. These are our picks. Not the best movies of all time, but our favorites.
1: Our favorite uh, sports flicks, we should say. Our favorite uh, sports movies. So we uh, we will perhaps do a top 10 all-time a different day as well but uh the whole this whole situation got us thinking about how uh you know there's a movie for almost everything in the book everything in the world these days but sports movies i think um i think sometimes kind of hit home a lot of time you just uh a lot of people can can get behind a good a good underdog story in a sports movie or anything like that so we um in the light of the recent scandal it got us thinking about our top 10s force movies or Got us thinking about our top 10 favorite sports movies. And uh, last time we did a draft, by the way, hang on, this is important. Last episode, we did a draft of our favorite, most aesthetically pleasing animated movies. I made a horrendous pick when I picked Hercules as my number five. If I could go back and redo it, I would. Uh, I would pick Pincer of Reacher, by the way. That movie uh, is beautiful in so many ways. But anyway.
0: What he's trying to say is Ethan won the draft.
1: I, you know, I... Anyway, let us uh, go back and go back and set an the episode. Let us know uh, what would be better or which which team was better. But anyway, our top 10 lists of our favorite, our personal favorite sports movies. Um, Ethan, would you like to kick us off?
0: No yeah, pun intended. we'll go one by one and we'll go from 10 to one. The rules of this, um, if I say my number 10 movie and you have that movie higher on that list, you get to talk about it first. Okay. Um, just general rules. Um, uh, but my number ten movie, this was top. There's too many good sports movies out there. But my number ten, I went with Major
1: League. I've never seen Major League actually. okay.
0: It's hilarious. okay. It's a All fun right. comedy movie. do um, you know what it's about?
1: I remind me.
0: So it's basically about like these this the Cleveland Indians at the time. now they're the Cleveland Guardians. Um, basically terrible season. And then they get this weird group of guys together and they, you know, somehow do really, really good. But in the entire time, it's it's mainly for comedy intent there. Okay. So I think All it's right. a fun movie. Uh, one of the all-time best baseball movies. And I definitely think it must watch a fun one. That's from the 90s, right? Isn't it? I believe it's from the 90s, right, yeah. Because, okay. like, Charlie Sheen's in it. He's, like, one of the main characters. Nine before he, he uh, went downhill with his uh, habits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, younger Charlie Sheen is wild thing.
1: Cool, cool. All right, so Major League. All right, thank you, Ethan, for enlightening me. My number ten pick is I picked the the longest yard.
0: Interesting. That was a good one. I almost picked that one.
1: I, okay. Oh, is that not even on your list at all? It's not. No. Oh wow. But okay. All a right. good one. Go on. I. Uh, anyway, I. It makes me laugh, and I feel like there's so many like just quotable, not only lines but like characters in that movie, and it's uh it's kind of a ridiculous, obviously ridiculous premise. But it is, uh, I think it, it hits okay, that line of, like, kind of heartwarming a little. But I just, I think almost every scene is hilarious to me. It just uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. Um, I think they just have this cool chemistry. And that's, uh, it made me laugh, which is why it's my number 10 pick.
0: I think my favorite part of the longest yard is when they're playing basketball and, like, Terry Crews dunks on him and then, like, says, that's okay. And he's like, drops the mcdonald's on his chest he's like i got cheese on this one for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as in like a truce kind of yeah that's the, i don't know but that that part just always stood out to me so good good pick good pick uh number nine i also went towards a football movie here uh now i know overall this is not a good movie but i always have fond memories of this one i have the replacements starring keanu
1: reeves the replacements okay
0: and John Favreau, actually. He's in that movie too. Is he
1: really? Yeah. Oh, good memory. Okay.
0: Yeah, I um, grew up just watching this one all the time. I feel like my dad and I, we always watch it because it was always on TV. So we always just flip through. Um, but singing, um, I believe it's I Will Survive. I believe this is a song that they do in the jail scene that is priceless when he goes. First, I was afraid. I was petrified. And then they all start doing it. And then the coach comes down. It's like, what in the world is going on here? Or well, to me, it's just an iconic scene, and that's why I think I actually got into my list uh, there. So I don't know. Have you ever seen the one?
1: It's been a very. I think I've seen it. It's been a long time, but uh um can't argue with that. I, uh, I'm sure John Favreau is fabulous, as he always is. Yeah. Um Okay. All right. We'll the pick. Okay. I uh, I'm sensing a theme of more. I no, never mind. I won't even say that. I just feel like so far we have only comedy movies, which to me is like odd. Because I feel like when you think of a really good sports movie, you think of like this beautiful underdog story that makes you want to get in shape.
0: I think those are my only two like pure comedies.
1: Really? Okay.
0: I think the other ones definitely have humor. Um, Yeah. But I think that's the only one that's like a pure comedy.
1: Okay. All right. So all
0: right. So I see how it goes.
1: Okay. Okay. What you got? Uh, My number nine is Miracle. Ah, uh, the Miracle on Ice. Yeah, and uh, for some reason, I just st- sometimes I I still just remember that Russian goalie. That just they're showing like highlights of him and how he could just like move his knee in like 0.2 seconds and cover up the goal. I don't know why that goalie is just so intimidating to me. Like they saw that, and I was like, I was intimidated. I was scared. I was like, wow, these Russians being be business. But um, but yeah, I think it's uh, first of all, based on a true story stuff always. I feel like that always is just cool when stuff like that happens. But that scene where they're like, who do you play for? And they're reaching, you know, listen off their, their, I think their, their college is right. Cause they were amateur level.
0: Shame on me. I've actually never seen the movie. Never
1: seen Miracle. I've heard great okay. things, but. Anyway. For some reason I have it. I feel uh, like I should. I'm surprised. Cause you're more of a hockey person than I am.
0: I don't think I am a hockey person. I think I just know more NHL teams. I think that makes you more of a hockey person than I am. I think I just have a, a good memory. That too. Played NHL hits back in the day. Anyone play that? 2003 NHL hits. Oh, nice. Great game on the GameCube. <laughs> great game. Yeah, you could play as the mascots. <laughs> it was great. There was no <laughs> fouls. <laughs> I think that's the only reason I know hockey teams.
1: Go check it out. Nintendo, don't ban us because we are endorsing emulators because we are not. But it's a fun game. Anyway. Yeah, I think it's an EA game. I, uh, oh, perfect. Okay. Um, yeah, miracle. I uh, don't really know much about hockey, but. Based on a true story, cool story, so my number nine pick.
0: I, I think that's one I, I'm i going to write down as a list that I need to watch. It's a shame I haven't. So, agree. By
1: the way, if you tell me I need to watch a movie, I actually will watch it. I know everyone says it's on, like, you know, I'll check it out. I'll do it. If you tell me you watch a movie, it's going to happen.
0: If you send Lee a 10-hour video of nothing but silence but a banging metal once every three minutes, and you tell him you need to watch it, he will watch the entire thing. And that's serious. So you Want to send him any movie, he will watch it. Anything I you send him, I feel like
1: you were him. saying that to be rude.
0: No, I'm just saying that you're committed to your friends. Dang,
1: dang, thanks for using that. He is committed. No, that no, prime no. example. <laughs> Sorry, it was it's funny, funny. Okay, <laughs> it's a good thing. What, I, what like, I'm saying is I like, the pipes were falling.
0: What I'm just saying is that, like, when you send someone sends you a video, you like make sure you watch it. Like, I feel bad if I you send me something and I don't like it. I'm out after like three minutes, but you're committed. You can tell me if you don't like it.
1: Anyway, yeah.
0: And this is not you specifically. This is just anyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, anyway.
0: He's a better our, friend than I am.
1: Back, Not true. Back to our regularly scheduled programming with Ethan's number eight pick.
0: For the number eight pick. Thanks. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I just felt like I was the announcer in Space champ Not the movie I'm picking. <laughs> but I just love the mouses. Maybe I should have put it in my top ten. <laughs> Man, that was a great scene. Um, it was. But number eight pick, I am going with a league of their own.
1: Can you remind me what that's about?
0: So, league of their own is when they made the female baseball league. Um, I believe it's because the men were off to war. And so, they started a female league to play while the men couldn't play because um, obviously they're out to war. And so, basically, it just goes through there and how they retreated um also how they came together though at the same time tom hanks stars in it as well he's the coach who like doesn't care at all because he's like women can't play sports and then it's i don't know it's just a really inspiring movie to see and like there's two sisters that are like the main characters and one's always trying to live up to the oldest sister i forget her name because she's like the star athlete should be mvp every year and her little sister's just always trying to live up to her and then so much so hates being on the same team with her trying to live up to her that she get purposely gets traded to another team. So that way she has her own moment. Um, it's just a whole coming together, but also like a women in power movement. But it's honestly a really good movie would highly recommend.
1: Interesting. Okay. I actually didn't know what it was about. I, the title of the movie had sounded familiar, but I really, I didn't know it was about anything like that. So
0: yeah. what, uh,
1: what time era is it set in? World Okay. That makes sense the greatest generation for a reason. Okay. Well, nice. Okay. Good so yeah, deal.
0: That's one I recommend. Um, probably the one I'd recommend if you haven't seen the rest of my movies, that's probably the one I'd recommend that you see. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. I think that one's really well In fact, Some of you are probably saying, how is that so low on my list? So.
1: Because every movie after that is just better.
0: Act subjectively not
1: true. <laughs> subjectively You'll, find <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out real soon. You'll find out. the, for the number eight pick. Uh, I went with Rocky, which um, surprised me at first, but I actually got to do a little bit of reading about how the film came about. And I guess Sylvester Stallone, after having seen a, I believe it was a Muhammad Ali fight, and I I apologize, I forget the other fighter's name. Uh, After having watched that fight uh, go to 15 rounds and Muhammad winning, he started writing the story for Rocky and after and like in three days he had he had his first draft written and he went to all these different like studios and stuff and like no one would take the movie he's having a really hard time getting the movie so I thought this underdog making this underdog story to me I thought you know gave it some extra bonus points and plus it's iconic because every movie after Rocky like sorry every other Rocky movie after the first one is just not as good but the uh I just I don't know I thought it was cool that he himself insisting that he wanted to be the leader when he felt like he was going through a, like a rough time in his life, like he was having a hard time, like finding acting gigs. Um, I think he was taking, you know, like odds and end jobs and stuff like that. So it was uh, it was a movie that he insisted on being the role in. And I think it, it was the right decision because I think his life experiences kind of prepared him for how he starts on the beginning of that movie. And plus, I, uh, you know, I do like the last line at the end. After the 15th round, where they're like, "It's not going to be a rematch." <laughs> they, just, they just gained enough, each other's respect enough. I was like, "That was cool." So, number pick is Rocky.
0: Oh yeah, Rocky's a great baby. In fact, I think it's interesting. If I ever go to Philadelphia, I feel like I should <laughs> want to go see like the Liberty Bell or something. But no, I want to run up those steps. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah, you for real, arms dog?
1: He looks so empowered. You're like, wow, He's like, he did it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, George. I know you assigned something important <laughs> he, 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 here, but
1: yeah, I'm. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go be Rocky real quick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think it's ironic. Cause I, I think the whole point of the movie is cause it's like America's like bicentennial celebration. So that's why they're doing something in Philadelphia.
0: Oh, it's a great soundtrack too. Um, very iconic. I feel like anytime I know I'm going to something big, I always play that on to like hype me up. I'm like,
1: we're doing this. That's fair. That's fair. I won't say it invented the montage, but it's the earliest example of, I can remember of a good montage. That really just gets you going, you know? Yeah. But anyway, enough, enough about me and my pick.
0: Oh, we can always talk about you, Lee.
1: Don't ever say that again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For nine, number seven pick, I'm going with a childhood favorite of mine. I have this one on VHS and I think that's why I love it so much. Angels in the outfield.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
0: I just love the story. I love how they tie God into it. I think that's a cool aspect now looking back on that, like, wow. God like really helped him there. Also just seeing some like big name actors too. Um Joseph Gordon Lovett's the main character. Donald Glover is the coach. Is he really? Yeah. Not uh Gambino. Cambino. The older Donald Glover.
1: Oh, I was like, there's no way that would have happened. You scared me. I was like, what? No, no, it's okay. the older Donald Glover, who's okay. a pretty famous guy as well. Okay, yeah.
0: Pretty sure his name is Donald Glover. Let me double check.
1: Uh I think I think you're getting his name a little bit. Mixed up?
0: No, I swear they have the same names. Sorry, I.
1: I no, take your time. No, why uh, Before someone before someone fact checks or fact checks us. Oh, comments, Danny Glover. My bad. Yeah, I was like, it was like I messed it up. It's like, uh, yeah, it was like it's Daniel or Danny something. So yeah, Danny yeah, Glover. Yeah, Danny okay. Glover. Yeah.
0: So he's in it. Um, Christopher Lloyd's in it. Another big name actor. But I just oh, and Matthew McConaughey's in it. Yeah, Matthew. Yeah. I mean, he had to try out for that part in order to you know learn how to go to space. So. Pretty big deal for Matthew. Pretty big deal. Learned how to fly there first before a spaceship before Interstellar. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was the it was the launching pad, as it were, of his career in Interstellar. So, but
0: I think it's a fun movie. If you're looking for a fun night, want to watch a sports movie, I recommend Angels in the Outfield.
1: Can't go wrong with it. That is a good one. For my number seven pick, I have. And by the way, like you said earlier, there's a lot of sports movies out there. And I think we'll do a few honorable mentions in a little bit, but the, uh, there was just a lot to choose from. And I, for my number seven pick, I ended up settling on Remember the Titans.
0: I have that as my number six pick.
1: Oh, oh! By please, by one place, please go first.
0: Remember the Titans, where can you go wrong? Honestly, some of you probably have it as number one on your list. Um, you're probably screaming, how did we put this at six? <laughs> but it's just like a coming together movement. Of course, because of you know the race battle going on during that time, or sorry, not race battle, civil rights, um, race. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a battle, but yeah. Um, yeah, the civil rights movement is like a big impact there. But just the whole coming together and that anyone can work together, I think, is the overall message of Remember the Titans. And I don't know, really well done. Denzel Washington does a great job. The main actors didn't do a really good job. I barely seen them in any other films. I mean, like
1: players. Yeah, I think I looked them up, and I was like, like oh, I think the most famous one of the players is stupid Ryan Gosling. Um, True, he had a
0: tryout for that part in order to become Ken.
1: Yeah, it was another stepping stone, if you will. But yeah, I uh, I did feel bad putting it number seven because obviously, I to me, I think a very a couple important messages in the film, you know, um, coming together, overcoming these differences, um, a very a very heated time in America's history. But uh, but yeah, I remember the Titans uh, Instant Classic, and just uh, a lot of uh good themes that just cannot be overstated enough, I think come from that movie.:
0: And I think we were talking before, and I was like, I wonder what movies will have the same on this list. This was the only one that was my lock that we both have Oh on yeah the list. dude
1: I was like we are for sure both going to pick Remember the Titans <laughs> Like if it's off
0: your top 10 list I think you need to revisit this movie
1: Yeah yeah <laughs> check I was, it again Yeah I was like find me find me better movies than this one I like I think there's the thing I think there's a good sports movie I feel like a, some movies not every movie on my list at least but some movies like Remember the Titans are just a good movie Like you know um
0: you don't have to like sports to like Remember the Titans all
1: accounts yeah um if anything I think the football is not the greatest and choreographed at the best, I don't think, <laughs> in that movie.
0: Hard to choreograph,
1: a little, but uh, benefited the out anyway. Great movie,
0: great pick. Um, like you said, your seven, my six. So we'll hear from your six
1: now. Yeah, I guess uh, with that, with that convenient segue, uh, my number six, and this was, I felt weird. If you, if I might come back and reorder any of these at a later later date, but my number six was Warrior. I don't know if you ever saw that one.
0: I've heard really good things about that um i don't want to take your thunder too much um but one of my favorite youtubers that talks about movies um sean chandler talks about movies way too much um he said that's always his pick that he recommends to people if they're like what's a you know different movie that you, many people haven't heard of that you would recommend he always picks warrior so i've heard great things so i excited to hear your take
1: i uh I was just thinking he would say that because i i feel like it didn't and it, granted it came out a year later and it came out uh i think it maybe just lives in the shadow of uh what is it a Christian Bale and oh fighter fighter yeah Christian Bale and I'm so sorry uh the Bostonian our Bostonian friend Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg yeah sorry Mark uh first name basis and I think it just kind of lives in that shadow but warrior was just it had this real feel and like Tom Hardy first of all I've never seen a man like have such huge what are those like deltoids like, <laughs> like, like it was insane I was like why like your neck and your shoulders are just built like a pyramid it was insane how and I don't know how you know what if he used any you know
0: I don't know he was in that movie
1: uh, yeah he's technically the lead role but I think everyone does such a good job in that movie and you really because I feel like most fighting movies like Rocky for example or even Creed which I liked it I haven't seen the other I haven't seen the most recent Creed but
0: they're both uh, good Shame on me.
1: is it okay um like rocky creed i feel like most boxing movies it's like you against self or it's like like you against yourself right it's like even if you lose the big fight that's okay um which to me is is cool it's an important message but i feel like there's not a lot of stakes and it's like oh you did your best you know (laughs) but like in warrior like people have like stakes that they're fighting for and that they're like sacrificing a lot for and i think that movie just does a really good job of like forcing you to choose a favorite because it's two brothers that end up fighting in this world championship thing. And then Tom Hardy is just this unstoppable beast, but does a really good performance. His brother, uh, the, and the three main characters, the brothers and the dad, I think just really knock out of the park of that movie. It's just putting these like real life situations make you appreciate, you know, that, you know, life is hard and you can do something about it. So I, I really like where.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll check that one out. I think, yeah, that's one on my list. That and Miracle, I think are the ones I'm coming away with that I need to watch, as well as a couple of mine that I want to watch again. But <laughs> um, so yeah, my number five, I went with Glory Road. Okay,
1: Go- okay.
0: Very similar. To Remember the Titans. This is when I was going back and forth, like which way do I want to order it? Remember the Titans first or Glory Road first? Very similar premise, I guess you could say, of you know, civil rights movement coming together. Mm. I think I just watched Glory Road more as a kid because we had it on dvd and Fair so enough. i watched okay. it more time <laughs> and i like some of the players a little better like bobby joe hill one of my favorite characters in all sports movies really great job um to me there's just many quotable lines like hot doggo i say that dude, all
1: no. the time oh my gosh <laughs>
0: I just I don't know. <laughs> There's some funny moments with that. Remember, the Titans is probably a better overall movie, but Glory Road, I think I have more fun with, as well as the serious aspect. So that's why I put it at five.
1: It's kind of the opposite because, like, we had remember the Titans on on DVD growing up, and so I think that's why I just gravitated towards that one more. But um, uh, uh, but yeah, I feel like that movie does have some better humor in there. I feel like the players, they just like kind of all like natural jokesters, or some of them, and I don't know, they have some decent one liners. Good pick, great pick. Can't go wrong with it. I do enjoy I do enjoy that movie.
0: And I do think Remember the Titans is the better movie. I just think Groy Road's my favorite between the two. Your number five.
1: My number five pick is Moneyball. Ooh, that's my number two pick. Uh, number two. Okay, I was going I was like curious. I was like, I wonder, I knew you were gonna have it. I think I think this I Remember the Titans where they have the two locks. I was like, we're for sure gonna say these, but I don't know what else. Uh, or I have a guess, but um, But please, please, give us your...
0: Sorry, I feel like I stole two of your movies. No, it's it's how the cookie crumbles, bro. (laughs) Don't
1: even worry about it.
0: Moneyball is one of my favorite movies for a long time. When people ask me what my favorite movie is, this is one that always comes to mind here. I think it's just really well executed of a sports movie that you rarely see sports action. It's completely about the GMs, which is really cool. Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill do a great job, even though Jonah Hill's character is actually not real, by the way. In the actual... (laughs) I think
1: that's right. Yeah, he was just there because... We wanted Jonah Hill in the movie.
0: Yeah, they need more characters so. <laughs> to make it interesting, so they threw him in there. I know there's somebody that they like, we think he's this guy, but they can't trace it back. I don't know. The whole premise is kind of cool, like, sticking through it, even though you're losing. Billy Bean's still losing, man. <laughs> These are a dump right now. <laughs> they're really bad. Um, so, I don't know. It's just kind of a cool way to different look on sports, and it's not paying off yet, but maybe one day I will for him. Maybe one
1: day. I... I actually had it on my list for the kind of the similar reason because I was like, you don't really looking at you, Kevin Costner draft day. You don't really see like a lot of uh, like from the GM side of things. <laughs> you call Kevin Costner? Mm. Uh, Wasn't that movie where about like the Cleveland Browns or something? Oh, draft day. Yeah, draft you day. You don't like draft day? Yeah, yeah it's okay. My um, number one. Just you, kidding. It's not my number
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's fun. I like I, draft day.
1: Sorry, that was rude. It was I, on my uh, top fifty list. Top, okay, that's fair. It could be in your top fifty sports movies. <laughs> Yeah, uh, hate I, the
0: slate. Talking about our favorites, you're like, hey, by the way, Kevin <laughs> Costner, you said. <suck."
1: laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner. I, I like him as an actor. Anyway, uh that just remind me, I blew up my list. Oh, I really?
0: totally left the Kevin Costner movie that I accidentally deleted. Oh no! Um, Major League did not make my top ten. But anyways, continue on Moneyball.
1: Dude, I like this is important though? Like, do we?
0: No, we got to finish Moneyball first, finish? and then okay. I will go back and replace my number 10.
1: Okay. All right. All right. We'll allow it. But uh, for similar reasons, like, uh, you know, you see how, like, you know, the inner workings of, and like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not a, not an insider. I just watch sports, but I uh, I feel like this kind of cool, accurate portrayal of, you know, like the GM side of things. And this guy really wanted to stick to it and do something special in, because uh, he was smart enough to do it. Anyway, like a cool aspect of the movie and Jonah Hill character is hilarious. Where's the, doesn't he have like one line where he's like, like Brad Pitt, ask him something and he's like, he says like 47 and then he's like, actually it was 52. I lied. I had no reason to lie. I don't know why I lied. Oh
0: yeah. He's like, how many players did you get done? He's only supposed to do like, I think like 10 or 15. Oh he's like, yeah. I did 47.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually I did 52. I don't, I
1: don't
0: yeah. know why I lied. Yeah, I don't now. know
1: why I lied just there yet, yeah, dude. Anyway. Jonah Hill encouraging pathological lying since 2013 but uh anyway money. I think moneyball is a really cool movie I think I think we both hit the point home it was well executed from the GM standpoint of letting players go which is painful to see and of him you know obviously you know grappling you know to be the best father that he can and stuff like that too so yeah I, uh, I think it walked a pretty good tightrope of career struggles family struggles what really matters stuff like that all with uh with unique take as you know as we said before usually it's like the athlete story but this is you know the gm story
0: i think really just great work of cinematography as well just like how it's shot
1: it look it's a pretty movie yeah
0: the cuts in it are really good so can i go back and fix my 10
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) we will allow it
0: okay so i was doing this on an excel sheet and i meant to delete on my possibilities of for the love of the game Good movie. I still enjoy For Love of the Game, but it didn't make my list. And so I meant to delete that one, but instead I deleted the other Kevin Costner movie, Field of Dreams.
1: Sorry about that. I see now. <laughs> was I that in your? Was it, that on your list? Repair. No, it wasn't. No. Okay,
0: I just want to make sure. Um, so, Field of Dreams, my number ten pick. I won't go too much into depth with it, but if you if you build it, they will come. That's all I'll say about that one. <laughs> um, great movie love that the mlp is going to the field of dreams every year that is cool. i know they're taking a year off this year for some repairs and then hopefully they'll be back but that's my take on that sorry to interrupt the list we'll go back um are we on four i think so for the fourth pick sorry i <laughs> Really think about that Space well, you, Jam thing. You, you, That's been on like, my mind like, this whole time. I'm not really good at doing a deep voice. I'm trying to be the little mouse from from Space Jam. Somebody, he grabs the mic. I just
1: got this like medieval like jousting announcer vibe just now. I'm sorry. Anyway. Wait, does jousting count as a sport? Uh if if you're putting the movie I think you're gonna put on, then I think technically jousting was a sport. Should have picked Night's Tale. <laughs> yeah, I knew it, dude. Dang, that's knew just, that would have been a clear number <laughs> yeah, one. I, think, I saw your face light up. Is Justin? I was like, I know what he's thinking. Like, that might be my
0: favorite movie of all time. I my family recently asked me what all my favorite movie was all, all time.
1: time. All time. It's a
0: movie I can watch any day of the week. All time. Okay, so like all but time, you like
1: love Transformers.
0: <laughs> I do like Transformers. Transformers is good. Um, but I think the reason Transformers and Night's Tale are up there is because I can watch it any day and not have to be like, I have to put this one off for a while. So that's why, it to me, it's a favorite. But which wish I would have thought that it was a sports Sorry. movie. <laughs> Sorry. Man. I don't think it is, though. I, I When I think of it, I don't think of a sports movie. So that's why I didn't
1: I, it. I think it has, like, all the—to me, it it's it's just, like, you know, 400 years ago. But I think it's a sports movie. You know, this this underdog story. The girl that, you know, they everyone writes off because she's a girl. Um. I, th- I, th- I would, if you want to argue that it's a sports movie, I would, I, I would take it.
0: I didn't I'm just get, I'm not going to do <laughs> spice. I'm not putting it in my sports movies. Uh, for my fourth pick, I'm going with the luck of the Irish from Disney channel. That was a joke.
1: <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what are you talking about, dude? I got a little nervous actually. I was like, I was like, hang on. No,
0: that movie. Hang While on. I do think it's one of the best Disney channel movies that's held up um not my pick uh my Mm -hmm. number four pick is the rookie starring dennis quaid I've like to the rookie is one of my favorite movies um do you know what it's about
1: i uh i i vaguely remember but i i'm actually surprised to hear you say that because like i feel like when we talk about movies all the time obviously but i feel like you don't yeah it's like the first time i've heard you bring up the rookie i think i feel like when we talk about
0: movies we don't really talk
1: about sports movies that's fair they are uh, a separate category kind of
0: yeah we haven't really talked about sports because it's like there hasn't been like a blockbuster one that's hit the big screen that has brought our attention i mean american underdog came out last year but no one really talked about that
1: true i do want to watch that one
0: but uh the rookie one i always watched as a child growing up basically the main character he didn't make it to the big leagues um because he blew out his arm when he was younger there uh, and his family moved around a lot so there's a lot there's a whole family dynamic that i'm not even going to go into that I think makes the movie way better as well. Just like the battle between him and his dad, because his dad's a military guy. So he moved him around all the time and wasn't really there for him. Um, but basically he becomes a high school teacher and then is the head baseball coach. And then he's like, Hey coach, why don't you actually like throw hard? And he's like, okay, I'll do it once. And then he ends up throwing like 98, 99. He's like, how did I do that?
1: Dang. Okay.
0: And then he's like, "This." The team is like, hey, if we if we win the division or the region, I forget what they call it, and in that area in Texas, you have to go like actually try out. And so they do. They win. Rallies them enough. And then he goes and try out, makes the Tampa Bay Rays, and ends up actually getting in a game, which is oh, so- cool. And
1: it's based on a true story. I was like, yeah, that sounds like some true story nonsense that they would uh, validate with. But okay, cool, <laughs> actually.
0: So. I recommend you watch that one. I think you would enjoy League of Your Their Own more, but I recommend Rookie Second there okay. for you that you haven't seen.
1: Very cool. Okay. All right then. For my number number four, we said right. Sorry. Yeah, we're on four. I'm a college graduate. I can count. So for my number four pick, I have, and I think in hindsight, I think I had this a little too high, but no shame. Uh, four v Ferrari. That's my number one pick. No way. No, what do you mean you didn't I have that too so high? I'm so sorry. Is no. it actually <laughs> your number one pick? Sorry <laughs> to spoil like half your list. No, that's I okay. I apologize. That's okay. Is it really? You're like, I think I have this too high. Maybe I have it too high. <laughs> no, dude. I, uh, I just feel like, you know, we've talked about like uh, like obviously um <laughs> the Titans, right? Uh, feel the Dreams, uh, Glory Road. With like these, I think very real and messages, and then for V Ferrari is just like this cool movie. So I f- do feel a little bit guilty, you know.
0: It's a very emotional movie.
1: Oh, it's it's super emotional, yeah. I think, and I think it's very well done. Like I think the the pacing, and I love I love every line of dialogue in that movie.
0: And the sounds of the cars are amazing. Yeah, and just the process that like you really see these two characters just fighting to get what they know needs to be done instead of like following the big brand and showing him like the scene where Matt Damon puts um, Henry Ford into the car and like drives him around and like (laughs) brings him to tears. Like, I don't know. It's just powerful that like if you do a good work, even though you might not have like the fancier way of saying it or might not be the top businessman that can present himself, like there's a place for you. And even the main character, like, Christian Bale's character, one of my favorite performances by Christian Bale.
1: I love him in that movie and always a great actor, but yeah, I, I love him in that movie. I feel like I, I feel like that movie did such a good job. I was like, I felt like I worked on that car and, yeah. that, <laughs> and that, like on the, on the Shelby. And then I felt like I was racing. I just, I was like, I feel like you're so engrossed when he's actually doing his craft. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. I think that's my favorite Christian Bale movie for Christian Bale. Uh, Dark Knights I think my favorite movie with Christian Bale in it. Well, actually no, maybe Ford v Ferrari. I think I like it better than The Dark Knight personally. Exactly. I know it's a hot take. No, this movie's just so beautiful. It makes you tear up, makes you go for the excitement, the sounds, the cuts. It was nominated for Oscars and won I think best sound sound mix.
1: Did it? It wouldn't surprise me cuz uh yeah, you just like yeah, it just immerses you in like the process of of racing. <laughs> Let's check here.
0: I watched this one like three times in the theaters when it came
1: out. Don't blame me, dude.
0: And I think I've seen it at least fifteen times, and it hasn't been out that long.
1: I remember when I I first watched it with you. It was at your it was at your apartment, and uh, some of our friends had come in and, and rudely were talking very loudly. <laughs> I remember you were and very I was upset. so <laughs> upset because I was so into this movie. I was like, this movie is just this work of art. It was so good. Uh, let's see.
0: This The Night's Tale might be my favorite movie as well. Uh,
1: winner for Best Achievement in Film Editing and Winner for Best Achievement in Sound Editing and Nominated for Motion Picture of the Year and Achievement in Sound Mixing. Nominee. So, so I don't know. I apologize. I don't know the difference between Sound Editing and Sound Mixing. Uh, I would imagine Mixing is more creating it, and Editing is more polishing the audio. But I anyway. That's all sound to me. Lots of winners, lots of nominee seasons uh, Ford v Ferrari. Sorry. I know the rule was like you went first, but
0: no, it's a great movie. I'm yeah, glad I, we
1: both like this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. This movie is phenomenal. Like, yeah, I know what I said, night sale is my favorite movie, but I think Ford vs. Ferrari, those two, I can watch any day of the week. It's never one where you recommend it, where I'm going to say
1: skip. Yeah. We, uh, we do not skip Ford v Ferrari in this household. In fact, I might watch it tonight. I, uh, not a bad thing to do with your Saturday night. It's better than listening to a podcast. So anyway, no, it's not. Please uh, listen. Keep uh, listening. <laughs> I, uh, but please, uh, I believe we're on number three.
0: Um, you go because I, I only have two left. How many do you have left?
1: Uh, oh, that's true. I, um, I still have no. The, I only
0: have one left.
1: Yeah, I think I spoiled a lot of yours. I have, I have three left.
0: Yeah, you go two in a row.
1: Let's well, see here. Are you sure? I feel bad. Yeah, you I mean, go I know it's the I one order. order. You go
0: one. I mean, I, I ruined your movies.
1: I um. Oh, by the way, um. I guess to go back to Kevin Costner, um, one sports movie I do like him in is, what is it, McFarlane? Like the track, oh, track ooh, and field movie. Oh, I forgot about McFarlane. That's, Farland, I really like that movie. Is that on yeah. your list? No, I just, as when, I, when I threw out that diss on Kevin Costner, which I'm so sorry about, or, I mean, draft day could have been better. But when I threw out that <laughs> on Kevin Costner, I I was like, I know there's one movie, sports movie with him that I like, and it's McFarlane. Yeah, McFarlane USA is phenomenal. I like that movie, yeah. Man, Which why I, I leave that one Because I think it's a Disney movie. And I was like... Most I remember, of
0: these are, honestly.
1: I, yeah, some, I remember times, obviously, but yeah, a few of them are. Um, I
0: think half my list is. I
1: remember thinking of, uh, I was like, how oh, could this be? It's a stupid Disney movie. But I was like, oh my gosh, this guy cares about these kids from these rough conditions so if i uh um anyway if i could go back in time and realize that i had seen that movie and liked it i would probably add it to my list
0: yeah but we'll, for,
1: we'll for sure give it an honorable mention that movie is good
0: that's an honorable mention for me too i don't know if it makes my list but it's definitely an, an honorable mention
1: yeah that's a cool one um anyway what do you add three number three uh i put air
0: you know, you said air. My mind went to air, bud. I was like, there's no flipping way this man put air, bud. this is number three. Movie a time, but no, air is a good movie. Dude, air, bud go. has given us
1: some good memes where it's like, <laughs> like, it's, like it's like some <laughs> guy driving home. It's They're like, point of view, it. your dad has to drive you home after losing to <laughs> a golden retriever. He's got 30 it. points. He's a dog. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love those.
0: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, on my bad. Yeah. Well, sorry to ruin it's air. So, so Air's okay. a phenomenal, yeah. movie, <laughs> be, but please,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not air, but sorry if it's up there for you. I, uh, it was not, no, not at all. Good, blood. <laughs> uh, I, um, I like air. I know it's not, uh, uh to me, it was, it was a decent, good movie. It wasn't like a blow my socks off movie. Um, blow like, your shoes off, uh, anyway, blow your shoes off
0: because it's about shoes.
1: So anyway, you know, it's not.
0: The movie's about shoes, so they blew your shoes off. You're proud of yourself. just saying it took off. Thank you.
1: Welcome. <clears throat> I really enjoy this don't movie. Know that I don't that that on Keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is another one where I just, I feel like every line of dialogue is like meaningful in the movie, which I feel like I, um, not that I'm like, you know, this, superfluous eye for perfection, but I feel like there's very rare movies where like every line of dialogue, I feel like contributes to something or like it adds, but I felt that way in air. Like I felt like the writing was like characters talking to each other to me was like so interesting and like, it was funny, but like in the good ways it wasn't like tacky or cheesy funny. It was, you know, like I was like, wow, that I'm, I'm freaking laughing like an idiot in the movie theater, which doesn't happen very often. (laughs) Um, but obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a huge basketball guy and uh, scandal, if you want to call it scandal for Nike's shoe production methods aside, I think that's, it's a really cool story of uh, um, this praise of Michael Jordan before he's cool and how Matt Damon just sees that uh, before anyone else does really. And uh, Viola Davis is good uh, as well. Uh, great, you know, accomplished actress for sure, but I uh, I like her as the mom. I like my Damon's performance. And uh, anyway, I just felt like I Every everything about Air was cool <laughs> to me. I uh, I just enjoyed uh, I just enjoyed every moment of that movie.
0: That was a great movie. I think it has great actors in it. I'm trying to think. Is there? I don't think I know of a bad movie that Matt Damon's in. Uh, there's besides one of the Thor movies. I can't remember Love and Thunder. I think he's in Love and
1: Thunder. Well, that's not his fault because was bad. He's, yeah, he's a sidekick. He's Loki. We're not. Yeah, he's Loki one. on the stage. Dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Any one where he has significant role and screen time? I don't know if I know a bad one.
1: I, uh, it's funny you say that I was watching, uh, an interview with Matt Damon. Um, and he, uh, so I can think of a couple where I think they bombed, but I was watching the interview with him where he, and it's actually hard. And I promise this is kind of cool. He talks about the feeling of having agreed to do a movie and kind of starting to get into, into the movie production and being in the middle of the process and realizing it's a sucky movie. And then he kind of just has this moment where he's like. You know, putting in all this work and all this time away for family, just, you know, for this movie to bomb and, you know, for him to, you know, for him to have done better. And uh, he's like, he goes where he's like, I, he didn't mention which movie it was, but uh, he says he went to his wife. He's like, you know, I'm sorry I'm putting you guys through this. You know, I want to spend more time with you, but I'm stuck. You know, I'm stuck with this project. That's not going to work out for anything. And, uh, and he said his wife is the person that inspires him to keep going when he feels like he's, he's really going through it. Um, under. So, yeah, I was like, oh, you don't really... I feel like you don't see, like, people talk about their spouses in that regard.
0: Yeah, not from celebrities. Too yeah, much. celebrities, yeah.
1: So, I. Uh, anyway.
0: Which, I mean, I understand I want to keep it private, but it's cool that he brought that to our attention.
1: Yeah, and, you know, cool little side note about Matt Damon, who I enjoy. As typically, I feel like every movie he's in is, is really good, but I think there's some duds in there.
0: No, Air's is really good. That was one I thought about. Um, yeah, I'd recommend seeing that one, too. That one's really cool, just, like, once again... You never see basketball being played, kind of similar to Moneyball. Moneyball, you do see baseball being played. They show um, clips
1: of games and stuff, yeah.
0: But like in air, you don't need it.
1: You don't, need, you don't even see Michael Jordan. I think the Michael Jordan nope. actor, you don't even see his face. You see his like silhouette nope. and it, like the side view, and that's about it.
0: The only time you see Michael Jordan himself is when they're reviewing his tape in North Carolina.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Or I think the highlights that they show when he does his big monologue, but.
0: Oh yeah that's true. Um, yeah that's well, true yeah true. you
1: don't yeah you don't yeah the guy that's Michael Jordan you don't even see him so it's about it's about like legacy which is cool because you, they leave the you know the titular almost guy almost out of the story uh as a as a character he's like an idea
0: yeah <laughs> he's like
1: this concept of greatness
0: <laughs> like the movie's about him but it's not about
1: him yeah I mean it's it's about him without him really being in it
0: well I feel like it's more about Matt Damon's character really pushing for something.
1: Yeah. It's about him overcoming, you know, uh, Phil Lewis, uh, Phil Lewis. Oh my gosh. Night. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we <Sweet> left <laughs> Zach and Cody. Phil <laughs> Lewis, Sorry. Yeah. Just uh, my yeah, Phil... Good friend,
0: Phil Lewis. I hope you're listening. <laughs> He's starring in newsies.
1: Yeah. Go check out newsies. Actually. We love to see our boy succeed and he is succeeding in that one.
0: Sold out. So you probably won't get tickets, but good luck.
1: Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah. Phil and I, the CEO of Nike i um, kind of him battling him. And I think there's a couple, I don't want to say like
0: battling, but in like a friendship battling kind of. Yeah. Cause they're friends.
1: Yeah. They're friends. Yeah. There's almost like this, uh, Deus ex machina kind of vibe where he's like, I'm sorry. I told him we couldn't do it. And it feels like, yeah, we can do it. And you're like, "What?"
0: I was like, "I don't know what that means, but I take it.
1: Well, you know, the, um, you know, when, uh, when Mad Dame is waiting for a call from Michael Jordan's mom from the, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, we want a cut of every single Nike shoe. And Matt's like, that's just not how it works. <laughs> He's like, crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which at the time he was right, hundred um, percent. And then Phil's like, yeah, we can do that. And Matt's like, what? So you know, I felt like that was. Not- I mean,
0: it wasn't as lighthearted as that. He did think about it for a bit.
1: I think they put it all on Matt Damon to be emotionally distressed, which I think he did the best in that scene. But I felt like it, it almost wasn't earned. It was like
0: really, what? I think so- you remember. I feel like. Ben Affleck's character Phil Knight like when he first heard it was like took him back by a second but then like had to sit and ponder about it
1: Ooh. I shouldn't say it, it wasn't earned I just like because Phil Knight the whole time that he's like that Matt Damon's is trying to work with him sorry Phil Knight is played by Ben Affleck um, like I feel like all he does is like run and then have a change of heart I'm like oh okay
0: I feel like he's running a company I feel like that's like the motion that he's like running a company in the background and like constantly reporting to the board because they bring that up many times. He's like, how am I going to board this? How am I going to board this? And so like he doesn't get the screen time because he's out doing that stuff that we don't need to see. That's
1: fair. Anyway, my number three pick. What's your number two? Fitting because I think Michael Jordan was drafted third overall.
0: It was actually his number one movie, but he wanted to put it three to be iconic. <laughs> uh how funny would that be if <laughs> you did that on purpose yeah you're like oh i'm gonna slot this three. Oh, <laughs> uh, you
1: know what to do uh my number two pick is we are marshall Ooh, good pick and uh i feel like that movie maybe now it's been a long time since i've seen it but i think of a lot of movies that i've seen that movie has like stuck with me for a while um i think there's like like lots of human moments in it which i appreciate like um I think that one of the fathers for one of the players that you know went down in the crash, uh, I think Matthew McConaughey's trying to, or anyway, had you, a
0: trial for that movie in order to go to space.
1: Yeah, also yeah. true. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, lots of human moments. Like I think one of the the dads of one of the victims of the crash was like, "Don't talk about my son like you knew him." Like some, I don't know. It was like a cool human moment where like sometimes you want to console someone and they're like, "You don't." They're not ready for that. Um, kind of thing where it takes time to rebuild and people to like regroup and stuff. So I think, I think, I don't know. We are Marshall so really, really got to me for some reason.
0: They lose, right? Don't they lose? Like it's a healing movie, but don't they like end up losing the championship or something?
1: They have a horrible season. Like, I think the point is that they actually still had a football team. Oh, okay. Um, cause yeah, they, uh, yeah, after the crash, it's like the point is like, it's a miracle that they've kept the football program going at all. Yeah. Cause they had a horrible season, but they had a season, which was the point. So.
0: And has one of the greatest speeches of all time in there.
1: My shoulders fine. <laughs> Not that speech. <laughs> I don't remember. You don't that, remember that line? Sorry. Just the
0: way you delivered that <laughs> no. was great.
1: Sorry, sorry. Anyway, how you
0: doing tomorrow? My shoulders fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, it's an important moment. <laughs> no, anyway. I think it's the
0: one where it's like you got to have heart. Um, like Matthew McGonaghy's like in front of everybody.
1: Yeah. Like is yeah.
0: that the sh- is that the shoulder scene?
1: No, that's a different scene. Oh. but anyway, he does he does have the cool speech too, yeah.
0: Two good speeches. what <laughs> <laughs> one about the aching shoulder. <laughs> I don't remember this, so you're probably gonna dog me <laughs> on this. Stuff. No, it's okay. But we are Marshall, really good movie. Like like you said, like a lot of these movies are based on true stories and that's why they're good. And that one especially hits home there.
1: So. Yeah, being based on a true story, yeah. I was I don't know. I uh took me for a lot of years and based on a true story, I think just gets extra points and I think worth 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 noting. But yeah, I'm sorry that I have to talk so much, everybody. Sorry that I spoiled half of Ethan's list. But my number one pick for my favorite Oh, I got my movie. number three first. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, you was number four. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, It was, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I
0: already gave my two and one. I still have my yeah, number yeah, three. Yeah. My number three, Please. which could be your number one, I'm hoping. Um, probably not. Uh, my number three is Sandlot. Can't
1: go wrong with Sandlot.
0: All-time fun movie. Fourth of July movie. You should watch it every Fourth of July the only night you can play baseball at night without lights. Thanks. Like <laughs> great, very iconic, so quotable. I don't know. It's it's just a no, fun movie. It's, like, it's a
1: fun in all the right ways. That movie's great. Like, yeah.
0: just an all-time fun movie. My opinion, best baseball movie of all time. Although, well, no, I did put Moneyball above it. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> was, maybe not. I was like, didn't but you like, just yeah. – but, but I didn't put Moneyball above it because of the baseball aspect. Sandlot's just a fun – out being a kid, playing—I mean, for them, the sandlot. For me, it was the front yard. You know, playing with my brothers. I feel like if you played outside with your friends or neighbors, you experienced the sandlot. So it's watching yourself on there, and Wendy Peppercorn. You understand? Know
1: well said, brother. <laughs> well said.
0: I mean, I—I I drown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I uh, sandlot great pick though. I—I uh, I thought about it, and I was. um I do feel like it was kind of a crime to leave it off my list, but I I do not have it mentioned anywhere. Uh, But Sandlot is a a classic. So good pick. Very good pick.
0: Sandlot 2 and 3,
1: not the best. They had a third one? Yeah. I didn't know they went to 3. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, they they did 2 and 3. I mean, they're definitely a fun watch, but not as good as the first one.
1: How can he be? I didn't think the other two went to theaters. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know
0: the first one in the theaters.
1: Uh, anyway, um,
0: great pick, though. I don't think you're number one.
1: My number one is 42. Ooh, good movie. So that one, uh, anyway, I feel bad, but like me watching Black Panther, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's freaking Jackie That's Robinson. Right. No way. <laughs> but... uh. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know I To me Jackie I, where's your claws I <laughs> felt like A lot of people Like uh, Chadwick Bozeman From From Oh from phenomenal job In 42 um, But yeah I thought he was so cool was well, in 42. 42 first Yeah 42 Yeah 42 came out first Which is when I was first I had for That was first uh, Um,
0: you also got the Friday Night Lights actor
1: uh, What's um, his name
0: He's in uh, Tokyo Drift as well Terrible in Tokyo Drift Yeah Not, very bad I mean the old movie's bad
1: Yeah whole movie's bad Yeah um, don't ask us to rank the fast and furious movies. They're all, please, please, please. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, 42, I don't know. I just, this, you just can't help but like root for this guy the whole time. He overcomes everything. And to me, I think they portrayed a struggle as best as you can in a two hour time frame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is a, a real struggle, which, you know, who it's hard to put yourself in the shoes of someone like that because it's a very unique situation but it's it's really cool and uh, you know obviously another story worth telling i believe 42 is retired by all mlb yep it's the uh, um, number of retardians only uh, sandman was the last player to wear it and then he's retired now as well
0: yep and so, um, i believe this is correct let me know if you're if i'm wrong um someone um but it used to not be where every team played on the 42 day Um, and David Price came out a couple of years ago. was like, MLB, how can we get this wrong? Why can't everybody play on 42 day? That's cool. And so, I mean, Jackie Robinson with, I mean, movie aside, I I love baseball. That's my favorite sport. Jackie Robinson did so much for the sport, broke so many things, um, records. And of course the color barrier being the main one, uh, there and yeah, 42 phenomenal movie. I did think about putting that one on, um, No shame at number one. That's a fantastic pick. uh,
1: Can't recommend the movie enough, actually, that uh, I believe if you have uh, made it to this point in the episode, thank you for sticking around. This one's a bit longer. We're pretty passionate about uh, both of these topics, so it was cool to kind of conjoin them together. But thank you guys for hanging around the premiere, and this has been our top ten list of best subjectively sports movies of all time.
0: Do you want to go through some honorable mentions?
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, honorable mentions.
0: Um, I'll just read off um, four real quick honorable mentions that I had. Um, Radio, really good football. Uh, that movie. was,
1: yeah, that was one of mine too, yeah.
0: That was, that was before Field of Dreams, which I forgot about, was my number 11. Uh, Mr. 3000, fun movie. It's actually 11. a terrible movie, but yeah. it's fun. <laughs> uh, it uh,
1: Creed and Cool Runnings. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, shoot, dude. Cool Runnings. Yeah. How can you not love Cool Runnings? <laughs> it's not Jamaican, yeah, thank I uh, yeah. Besides McFarlane USA, I would say Creed. I think Creed's honorable mention. I think those are. I feel like if you count all the Creed and Rocky movies, I feel like as one franchise, that they have what like eleven.
0: Isn't that high? I think it's only like nine.
1: Because Rocky, Rocky one through four, and there was anyway. uh, I could be wrong. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah. Creed was on my list. Uh, Coach Carter was on my list as well. Uh, with Samuel, Jack, Samuel Ooh, L. Jackson, Samuel Jackson, and then, uh, but yeah, and oh, Balls of Fury, can't forget <laughs> Balls of Fury. If we're gonna stick Alledaga with comedy, Nights. Uh, <laughs> it's holiday, yeah. uh, Christopher Nolan says he loves Talladega Nights. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> non-skippable.
1: Yeah, not, so We do not skip Talladega Nights in this house.
0: Perfect. Thanks for listening, everybody, and tune in next time.